Welcome to the Future Print Podcast, celebrating print technology and the people behind it. Well, welcome to this week's Future Print Podcast, and I'm very pleased to have with me a new person for the podcast, um, Andreas Luschberger uh, of Armour Inks. Andreas, good to, good to see you. Good to meet you. Thanks for being with me today, Fraser. Um, it's really a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you very much. And, and as you said just five minutes ago, as we were warming up, you said this is the first time you've done a podcast. So um, looking forward to finding out a bit more about you and uh, a little bit more about Armour. So, Andreas, just, just give us a bit about you and your role for Armour and then explain a little bit about Armour. Yes. Um, yeah, my name is Andreas Luschberger and I work for the Armour Group since 2016 as a sales manager and I started in the office printing and extended my responsibility to Armour Industrial Inks in 2020. Mm-hmm. So actually I have two jobs. The first job is office printing and the second job is industrial printing. But for sure, my focus is clearly on developing new opportunities for the Inks division. Yeah, and yeah. and as you said yourself, obviously we're very interested in our space, in that sort of industrial space, and in, in terms of the industrial market. So we'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment. Um, just give us a little bit more of your personal print journey. When did you start in print? Were you, was that 2016 you started in print? It was 2016 in the office printing, yes. And yes, in my first life, I studied uh, business administration Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. the main point of sports management. So a lot of people asking me, hey, how did you get in the printing industry? But (laughs) I really don't have an answer. (laughs) (laughs) And I bet if I was asking other people the same question, they'd say the same thing. I don't know why I'm in this industry, but here I am. So you were yes. going to do sports sports management. Are you, what is your sport? What is your personal sport? Well, my personal sport is uh, for sure football. Um, yeah, yep. and yeah, some exercise, yeah, uh, shocking, sure, sure. and so on. Yes, no, yeah, nothing yeah. special. I won't, I won't ask. I'm getting you old. Your, <laughs> <laughs> I won't ask you your football team or your soccer team because. Um, I don't want people to hear hear you say I support this club and then them say oh I don't like them so I'm not going to so we won't we won't say that we'll just go we'll move okay. on. Um, <laughs> tell us a bit more about Armour. So, so so you know Armour Inc's been around a bit of time, but I, I I don't know whether people are completely aware of what you what you're about and what's special about what you do. Yes, well, Armour is an industrial specialist in thermal transfer printing in thin film coating and in ink formulation. Mm. And Armour was founded in 1922. So Armour is more than 100 years old or young, whatever you want to say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And as I said, the group is a world leader in designing and manufacturing thermal transfer ribbons for printing variable data on labels and flexible packaging. Yeah, yeah. Um, The group is also a pioneer in the development and production of industrial inks and innovative materials such as special foils for batteries and custom-made 3D filaments. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Armour operates with nearly 2,500 employees all around the world and has an increasing revenue of 450 million euros each year. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and but let's go on. let's come back to our today's subject. Yeah. Um, Armor Industrial Inks was established in 2016 mm -hmm. as a 100% business unit of the Armor Group, and we are based in Germany in Dortmund. And here mm -hmm. you can find our R&D and sales department, while mm -hmm. our production site is in Poland. Yeah. And the mission of Armor Industrial Inks is to design individual water-based inkjet inks for industrial printing applications and here mainly for textile printing and printing onto porous pulp-based substrates. Mm -hmm. And in addition to this, um, or in addition to developing our own inks, we also started to expand our offering to industry partners by offering contract manufacturing services and filling services for inks. Gotcha, gotcha. So I guess two two ways of looking at you as a business, you, you're either producing an off-the-shelf ink that people can buy into, or you're working closely with a, with a on a particular project where you develop the ink for the application. Is that right? Yes. Um, we have two main target markets. Um, mm -hmm. This The first market is the textile printing market. Uh, here we offer sublimation inks for Epson and Kyocera print heads mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. brand new DTF inks. Mm -hmm. And the second market is everything that includes printing onto porous pulp-based substrates, such as mm -hmm. napkins, toilet papers, tissues, cardboard, and everything else what you can find in the paper industry. That's sure. all with our inks. Um, and yeah. then we offer contract manufacturing and uh, filling service for cartridges. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, gotcha. So, I mean, from our point of view, obviously, because we're running the event in Valencia, and that is uh, particularly focused on technology, future print technology for corrugated packaging labels. That's an area we're quite interested in. So give us a bit more explanation about the development of your inks on things like paper plates or cardboard or corrugated. Tell us a bit more about that. That's a good question, yes. <laughs> At the beginning of every ink development, um, we have to check the requirements of the customer. Mm -hmm. uh, what is he doing now and what is he expecting from us for his future business? Mm -hmm. um, in this context, we have created a few years ago a questionnaire that we go through together with the customer mm -hmm. um, at the beginning of each development. Mm -hmm. This starts with a description of the application, which colors are needed, what is the existing color range, characterizing the substrate in technical and chemical terms, um, defined parameters such as printed resolutions, printing speed, is it multi or single pass printing, the climatic conditions such as humidity and the temperature, the open time requirements for abrasions, uh, fastness such as color fastness, light fastness, legal requirements, and the pre and post printing process? Sure, um, sure. Yes. So, so that's all. That's all very much about kind of developing new inks for specific applications and. And, and and as I said, I, I'm interested particularly in that sort of the, those packaging applications. So uh, you know things like cardboard, things like corrugated. Um, are, are you developing a lot of those at the moment? Are they are they something that's key in in your kind of approach to the to the market at the moment? 
Well, we really see a huge demand for water-based inkjet inks for printing on substrate, um, which are close to a paper plate and paper yeah. cup. Right, um, right. We see our artist ink as a basis. Our artist ink um, we have developed for printing onto napkins, and this ink mm -hmm. is certified for direct food contact. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Yes. And on the first side, the substrate seems to be nearly the same. Uh, if it is a napkin, if it is a paper or a cardboard, yes. And you might be thinking that you always can use the same ink for uh, power yeah. substrates. Sure. Um, but unfortunately, you cannot. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be <Yeah>. too easy. <laughs> yeah, it would make life too easy, wouldn't it? Uh, and you always have to make some test prints on the substrates and modify the ink for the specific substrate from the customer. Mm. Mm. Um, but we think the way from an ink for paper plates, cups, tissue to a cardboard is not so far. Um, sure. So for us, it is obvious to use our knowledge from the food contact inks for napkins and develop inks for cardboards. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, Andreas, can I just ask you something on that? So one of the challenges with a paper plate is to make a paper plate waterproof so that it could, it doesn't soak in. You need to coat it with an ink of some sort. Yeah? Yes. I think there will be a coating after printing coating. again uh, normally. Yeah. Um, so the, the food is not lying directly on the printed um, exactly product yes. yeah. yeah 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 so so you got printed and then a coating yes so yeah so but but one of my questions about this is it's it's quite difficult to to waterproof a cardboard paper plate without using some sort of plastisoid, isn't it, or something to protect it? How can you get around that? Is, there, is it possible? That's a good question. <laughs> As I'm you know, I'm only questions. the sales manager mm. and not yeah. the chemist. Um, not the scientist, maybe this, yeah. This is a question you should ask our chemist. Um, and yeah. we are only the ink specialist, not yeah, yeah, the yeah. specialist for the complete process. Yeah, um, sure. As you know, you in the inkjet business, you always have more than one party sitting uh, at the table. It's Absolutely. the ink manufacturer, Absolutely. integrator, uh, mm. the end customer, um, the substrate manufacturer, and so on. Yes. Yeah, yeah. On that basis, then let, let's talk a little bit more about the chemistry behind the ink evolution that you've got, because that's interesting. Um, because the point you made is right. It's kind of like there's, you know, there's, you, for any what final to try and get a solution for 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 printing on a product, there's often different people involved in it. So you're absolutely right. But I'm interested now in the in the, chemis, the chemical element of this, the chemistry behind the ink evolution. Tell me a bit about that. Um. Well. We have a lot of projects, actually. Mm. Um, in general, I can tell that we are actually in direct contact with a company that develops uh, polymers that can be used in the inks or as a coating or a primer to accept the inks we develop. Um, but for sure, 
in this case, I can't go into detail about the chemistry sure. we are considering so as not to jeopardize the uh, possible future patent. Um, yeah. But of course, one big um, point is um, to build the, the inkjet drop. Yeah? Uh, hmm. Look at our artist ink. Um, a napkin is a really um, porous substrate. And we ha really have to modify the inks for and the drops for this uh, substrate. Um, and um, because if you look at a napkin, uh, these are one of the most porous substrates because yeah. they have to absorb liquids very fast. Course, and yeah. this fact you have to observe when you develop such an ink. You have to develop a really sharp drop with no spreading mm -hmm. on the substrate. Mm -hmm. um, otherwise, the colors would run together and the printouts mm -hmm. would be mm -hmm. really horrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, did you did you want to tell us a little bit? I, I know you've got a is it a self built lab printer called Alps? Is that is that something that you wanted to share with us a little bit of info about? Yes, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This this printer we can print uh, five colors so normally mm. um, cmyk plus one spot colors uh, like green and orange or a white ink mm -hmm. um, yes and at the beginning of armor industrial inks we were searching for something unique something which allows us to differentiate from other ink manufacturers mm. and to offer uh, customers a really great solution with an added value yeah, And this added value is the possibility to test our inks we developed under almost real-life production conditions. Um, at the beginning of Armour Industrial Inks, we already did droplet visualization. Mm -hmm. But this is only one part of the stories, as we cannot observe how the ink droplets behave on the customer substrate. Um, the ink behavior during the flight from the nozzle to the substrate might be perfect, but the result mm -hmm. on the substrate may be not. And mm -hmm. that's why mm -hmm. we started to develop our own printer in, I think it was in 2018. And the first print shop uh, was done in January 2019. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the Alps printer, the complete name is Armor Lab Printing System, is a uh, really big single pass printer with a sheet feed a roll unwinder and a roll rewinder a vacuum belt with a speed uh, of up to 150 meters per minute and mm -hmm. a brand new uh, near drying unit mm -hmm. uh, and what is really unique for this uh, printer is that is equipped with a modular head mount, which allows us to change the print heads easily to the customer ones. And mm -hmm. the printer is prepared for future extensions. Uh, so we easily can add a pre-treatment uh, station and uh, optical inspection. Um, mm -hmm. Yes. And, and we have, have patents. Uh, Sorry, yes. Andres, I was just I'm just interested. You've developed a piece of technology which is interesting. Obviously, you are by your nature an ink manufacturer, but you've developed a printer here. Yes, we developed uh, our own printer um, because have, we want to offer added value. Uh, yeah, we have no, a mechatronic. 
We, we I was going to say, who, who do you, you, whose technology is it that you're working with? You must be, you've developed this technology. So who have you worked with to develop it? Uh, we have our own mechatronic. He oh, right. developed all the printer, but wow. for sure um, we not built all parts by ourselves. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, the belt uh, we bought um, and we have some support from mm. GIS and Meteor for yeah, yeah, the yeah, software yeah, right. and so on. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. That's what I was interested in. You know, as you said a little bit earlier in the in the conversation, you said, look, look, Fraser, often you need to work with partners to get the solution that you want. And I was just yeah. thinking, well, you've built, you're an ink manufacturer. You've built a piece of technology, very clever. Yeah. But who have you done that with? There must be other people involved. So that's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And and as you said, you've developed it in a response to customers' needs, in a response to the, what the customers might want. Uh, it was our own decision. Um, yeah. yeah. Because we, we saw, at these times, we saw an issue from the droplet visualization to the substrate mm -hmm. um, because we cannot observe how the ink um, behave on the customer substrate. And we sure. wanted to have a printer in uh, with minimum of four colors uh, mm -hmm. to do this and mm -hmm. to be able to test our inks after a development and to show the customer, hey, we have developed your ink and this is what it looks like. Yeah, yep, gotcha. And I think this is something really unique in the market. Yeah, yeah, no, really, very interesting. Um, so going back, um, twenty twenty four, we're you know we're kind of looking at the the, the, the next twelve months. Um, it's interesting that you've developed your own technology. That's that's fascinating, um, and obviously that you continue to evolve your inks. You're going to be at Valencia. You're going to be in our Future Print Tech conference in Valencia. Yes. Um, what are you going to be showing and talking about there? Yeah, um, as I said, one of our main focus is develop of inks certified for direct and indirect food contact. And yeah. on the basis of our artist ink for printing on napkins, we are also developing inks for printing on cardboard, which will be also certified for direct food contact. So in Valencia, we will present uh, the first printed cardboard with an armor ink. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. That would be good. I love it when we get uh, something unique uh, being shown. And then later, obviously, this year, we have Drupa. Are you guys exhibiting at Drupa? Yes, we will exhibit at Drupa. Um, we just decided end of the last year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, interesting. So what's your hope with Drupa? Um, you know, big event hasn't been around for eight years. So yeah. what are you hoping to show there? Well, um, for sure, this is uh, or this will be the big event this year, yeah. and um, we will present um, our textile inks. We will present mm -hmm. our packaging inks, and um, we will present um, something for sustainability. Yeah, because I think this is. A really big trend uh, at Truba, and I think you you can clearly see this at um, I think it's called Trupa's touch points, um, mm -hmm. and this is one point. Sustainability is 
getting more and more important for the customer. And that's why a lot of customer are looking for water-based injured ink. Um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And as you said, very much in the packaging sector because of everything you've said, which is, you know, food contamination, uh, you know, non-touch, all those kind of things. So, yeah, completely get that. Um, it, as you say yourself, it will be interesting to see what Drupa holds and whether it delivers everything that people are hoping it will deliver. Um, obviously, it's a big event, so there's lots yeah. there, isn't there? So, you know, anything in particular you're expecting to see this year? You mentioned sustainability, which I absolutely agree with. That comes out top on our vision report that we just did recently. That was the top thing that everyone felt was was important to to them this year. So sustainability still still crucial. Anything yeah. else that you're kind of seeing trend-wise going forward into 2024? Yeah, as I, as I told before, it's packaging will be a trend printing onto cardboard um, mm. and DTF printing. I think yeah. DTF printing for the textile market is a really big hype. It's a Chinese technology and um, the customer are looking for an ink which is developed in Europe and produced in Europe. That's and interesting, isn't it? That's, that's interesting, that point. Yeah. yeah, that's an interesting point, Andreas. That the, the, so basically, the, there aren't many direct to, to, to fa fabric. So this is quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. Cool. So you've got a couple of things that you see as crucial, a couple of things that Armour are doing that are very exciting for 2024. Um, look forward to seeing you in Valencia. That will be good. Was there anything else you wanted to add um, to the conversation? Um, well, from my point of view, we discussed a lot of things. Uh, this podcast and um, yes if anybody has any questions um, you can reach me out at LinkedIn or by phone or by email for sure and uh, I'm really looking forward to see you in Valencia at Rupa and on yeah. other um, parties this year <laughs> yeah yeah other events yeah yeah um, Thank you very much, Andreas. It's been good to talk to you. Very interesting. Giving us a couple of highlights there of what Armour are doing. Clearly, you know, you've got a lot of experience and pushing into that uh, packaging market particularly. And that's interesting. And obviously, as you said, into the textile sector, you'll be at Valencia, which is good good to hear. I uh, hope to see you there. And obviously, we can catch up with you at Drupa as well. I will put your contact details in the show notes. So if anyone wants to find you, they can look on the show notes for this podcast. Yeah. Thank you, Andreas, for, for spending some time with me this afternoon. Thank you, Fraser. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe now for more great audio content coming up. And visit futureprint.tech for the latest news, partner interviews, in-depth industry research, and to catch up on content from Future Print events. We'll see you next time on the Future Print Podcast.